Hi. Hi. Howdy. Good morning. Hey, Welcome. Hey. I'm Nate. The second Marvel Street podcast. <laughs> this is take two. You didn't hear the first part because... I had audio fail. We are rookies. Um, who wants to do the intro? I think your little monologue was fabulous. Was okay, let's do that again. This is Marvel Street Coffee Roasters. Uh, we are located in Byron Bay. Uh, great place to live, great place to work. Small team, um, four of us. Um, there's Tommy to my right. He's number four. Number three is Mike. I am number three. Mike Tyson. Uh, and number two is Joe. That's, that's the microphones rather than the actual... Hierarchy. Oh, yeah. Hierarchy within the business. Let's just get that on the table. We've got four mics and we've numbered them, so I'm just looking at the numbers. I'm speaking into <laughs> microphone number two. <laughs> so, so, okay, cool. So there's Joe, Mike, um, Joe, Mike and um, Tom, myself, um, and it's Nico, um, my, um, my lovely wife, Linda, and um, Laurie in Sydney, who's just opened a new cafe. Um, who's not working for us, but he still is. He's still, he's still there. <laughs> um, small team roasting, um, trying to roast um, the best coffee we can get our hands on. Um, and um, this intro is nowhere near as good as that first one. That first mm. one was so fucking good. <laughs> um, in any case, um, you know, uh, the podcast came about by us, or this is our first podcast, but this is, it came about by us meeting every every Thursday for an hour over coffee. Uh, it's probably the only time we all get to just sit down and have a chat, catch up on the week. Um, you know, the frustration is that we only get five minutes with our customers and that's generally over the coffee machine or via text message um, um, every week. It's just not enough, you know, to, for us to, um, um, you know, communicate what we're doing, what we're trying to achieve, um, what, what we're enjoying, what we're, what we're not enjoying. Um, so we just thought we'd record this and send it out to you guys so that you're in the loop. You're, you're in, in the, the loop. loop. Thanks, man. Um, and that's exactly it. Um, um, you know, we have a newsletter that goes out, um, and, uh, you know, with modern technology, you can see who's open it and who hasn't. So, you know, I know that you haven't. Opened we it know, big brother is uh, one. <laughs> so, you know, a chance to, you can, n- we want you to interact. We want everyone to interact. We want to know what, yeah, what's feedback's frustrating good. you or what's awesome so we yeah. can keep doing it or mm. there's something you want us to talk about or something you want to see in the newsletter. Just talk. And, and sometimes five minutes at the espresso machine isn't yeah. the time where that thought's in your head. It's yeah. when you're, I don't know, in the shower or something. or Yeah, driving and you want to yeah, ask the question. So or reading the newsletter and you're like, oh, okay. I should probably ask them a question right now and they can talk about it next week. So Joe's going to, you know, because he's missed the app, Joe's going to create a field in the app this week that's called, you know, Ask Us Anything. And um, if you fill in that field, um, we'll add it to the list of things we're talking about um, for, for, the, for the day. Um, we'll keep, keep it as brief as possible. Um, we are drinking some fine... Dairy kosher, brewed by Tommy. Yeah. In, in a three-liter mocha master, back pot. Let's all just appreciate the sound of pouring coffee because I'm right, really, like, really liking it. It's on the yeah. middle level of extraction, tasting pretty good. 
you go, Tom. You know, um, EK, EK, um, that Mocker Masters does a great job, right? I mean, it's mm. so simple. You know, it has its own, it has its flaws. Yeah. Just uh, need anyone, bed, better filter papers. Yeah, if anyone wants to <laughs> make some filter papers that fit it, then... It'll work. Oh, my Lord. It'll work. Uh, other than that, it really just, you know, we have to cut filter papers to fit, don't we, every time. We get larger filter papers to fit. Otherwise, it's a two-liter. It's a two-liter. It really is just a two-liter. Two-liter um, batch, batch, batch brewer. Yeah. Um, um, but it's super consistent. I mean, it does. You know, it does. It's so simple, right? It's just thermal block. You know, boom, press the button, go. Um, anyway, it was interesting being annoyed that every second house had a mocker master. Yeah, right. Same Technova. Same same mocker master. Same thing. mocker master. Yeah, right. With the hot plate. Yeah, some with hot plates, some Heat with... Heat them up. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them hot all day. Yeah. Did, you, did you door knock? Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi guys. Yeah. Just doing a survey on... Uh, have you got a hot plate? How's the coffee tasting? <laughs> <laughs> on that question, you know, I think, you know, that's my question. How's the coffee tasting, right? Mm. It's, you know... Um, you know, that, that five-minute feedback across the coffee machine is so stressful for me, you know, because you have these five minutes and... You can tell the bristers are under the pump, or maybe the the docket rails not quite full, but you can tell that they've got stuff to do. But you have this moment where you you know you can just get a little bit out. Like, how's the coffee tasting? And the answer doesn't. We would love the answer to always be yes, but if it's no, then answer honestly. Yeah, that totally. makes it is going to make it better in the long run. Yeah, totally. Because totally, and 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 generally with that, you know, our quality control is you know. The reason why we bought the 30, 35 kilo mm. Loring sitting next to a 22 kilo UG sitting next to a 10 kilo, you know, Turkish roaster. We've got enough capacity. I mean, capacity is not the issue, but the reason why we, we bought the bigger roaster was so that we have more time for QC. Mm. And, and um, you know, there's a 99% chance that if the coffee's not tasting good, it's not the coffee. You know, it's because of the processes that we... That we yeah, know, implement in, before in, it leaves the door. Yeah, it's cupped and... Solubility yeah. tested and checked and checked and checked and checked and checked and checked. So we have this opportunity across the machine to really, you know, just if something's frustrating, then you know we need we need we need to know. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things in the equation, like in terms of machinery and technique and water preventative maintenance. It's quite simple, but then it's quite complex. Yeah. Every everything every, every every checkbox is simple, but there's a lot of checkboxes to check. And then it becomes complex. Yeah. Because all equipment has a certain level of quality control before it leaves leaves the door as well of the warehouse. But then after a year, it might just stop, you know, doing what it's meant to do. Yeah, totally right. Yeah. Totally, totally. And let's face it, we have pulled out new versions of things that weren't necessarily you know QC'd as well as they could have been and we've picked them up you know when they're here after they've left the original warehouse totally with grinders and things like that so it's always important to be on top of whatever is or whatever you're using and any uh any shortcomings that you think you might have, get onto them or let us know straight away so that then we can, you know... You don't get to that failure point. Yeah. You know, where you can't serve coffee. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's certainly, you know, that communication is really important. You yeah. Know, what's frustrating you? You know, theoretically, if the grinder's frustrating you, it probably needs new burrs or, yeah. you know, 
the capacitor is gone. Clean. It needs to be cleaned. Yeah. Clean. <laughs> that old chestnut, I've got to clean it. <clears throat> Do I have to clean the grinder every eight kilos? You're right. Yeah. Self cleaning oh, grinder. Yeah. That's... I always remember my time as a barista and how stressful it was when the roaster would be across the bar from me. And uh, for me, it all turned on a dime when I started to just be prepared to grow and be prepared to learn from the roaster and rather than stress out about giving the roaster the perfect cup and me measuring up to their standards, flipping that coin and going, okay, I'm going to serve this person what I served the person before that and the person before that, open myself up and give myself the chance to learn from someone who knows far more than me about coffee. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's when it all flipped. And it's, it just doesn't make it any less stressful. But, uh, but, but, but I think on that note, like, it means you commit to your dial-in. You're committing to that. Yeah, totally, you, you know, and, 100%. And, 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 you know, who's to say the variation of your dial-in is, is, is worse? Like, and then, then, you know, they turn around and go, that's not great. And you're like, oh, well... That's not what I dialed in this morning anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And then you give, you give the dialed in version and that tastes better. And, you know, you, yeah. you, but you still have an opportunity to learn and grow from that experience as well. That yeah, not every... Commit. Yeah. It's, commit. Commit. You know, commit. You know, commit. I, mean, I think, you know, like this is the decision we've made and this is why and go. And this is... Don't what, deviate unless... Yeah. Unless, unless there's, a, there's some sort of process that, that you know, that can catch... And, and you know, behind the bar, stressful, right? Behind the bar can be stressful, and um, um, you know, I, I more feel often than not, <laughs> it's it's fucking it's intense. It's intense, right? Yeah. When it's on, it's on. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. I, I think the best bristers are the ones, um, or the or the, or the, or the, the cafes that produce the best coffee, you know, and consistently are the ones that commit to their dialing and say, "This is what we're doing." You know, and just go. Yeah. And do the preparation. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Go. Without the variation halfway through service, you know. I think you've got to be checking, but there's a reason why you chose the brew ratio and the grind setting and mm-hmm. all those things, you know. And, and all of that said, with, uh, you know, when, you, when you're using Marble Street, for example, where everything is roasted for solubility and, and solubility checked before it goes out the door and the product is incredibly consistent, that commitment to your dialing process isn't... You're not it, it, it's, a, it's a daily check, mm. but it's a daily check more so than a daily process. And Is the equipment doing what it's supposed to be doing? Correct. It, am, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And does it taste like it did yesterday? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, well, I mean... As I said in take one, when I was quite new to Marvel Street, I went and spent some time with Shubits at uh, at Tableview. That's Mark Shubits. Oh, what's the Mark Shubits bit? Mark, yeah, yeah, that was so good. Uh, thank you so much for the coffee I drank yesterday morning. It was fabulous. Daily grind, just uh, outrageously beautiful. Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, I spent some time with Mark. And what, hoping to glean some sort of magic from, it, from him, 
during his so, dialing so process. So is this before, before you worked here? This was when I'd, I'd freshly started with Marvel Street. Yeah, right. And, uh, and I, th- I thought there would be some wizardry behind his dialing process because, you know, all us hipster baristas like to claim some sort of wizardry prowess over the dialing process, and his is really fucking simple. Yeah. It, it's literally... Weigh, weigh the dose, distribute, tap. Yeah, Next. walk in in the morning, the machine is immaculately clean, pull the shower screens out of, you know, their soaking liquid, give them a really good rinse, screw them in, make sure everything's hot, put some coffee in the grinder, grind exactly the same grind as it was yesterday because everything's solubility tested, pull one chop, make sure it tastes the same as it did yesterday, go. Yeah. And... No, no, no seasoning, no three shots in each head. And, and, you know, yeah, no, and no need for... No making it dirty before it gets Yeah, clean. was it raining yesterday and is it sunny today? Because, you know, the, the, the and, coffee solubility hasn't changed. And, and he still uses a robot. Totally. Yeah. And the coffee is yeah. the best I drink anywhere. And, I, and I, I think on that, I think his process is, just, you know, he does the same thing every time. And I think with that comes, you know, a deliberate process that takes out the variables. Yeah, it's, you know. it's distribution. I don't know how many times he taps, but I can guarantee you he taps the same, same strength, same number of times on the same position in the porter filter every single time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's not looking at some hottie walking down the street of Bruns. <laughs> He's looking at his coffee. No, there's no hotties in Bruns. <laughs> hey, my wife lives in Bruns. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, maybe there is. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think, you know, to, you know, to head back there, um, um, he's, you know, if you haven't been to Tableview, go there now. Yeah. Go. Go. There now. If you're a barista listening to this and you haven't been, fly to Brunswick Heads. I mean, fly to anywhere that, you know, there's three airports you can fly to in the area. Fly in and go. Stay in Brunswick Heads and spend some time drinking coffee and watching Mark because he is extraordinary. And the food's amazing. Hmm. The whole whole thing's great, right? Yeah, I think what we talked about before is that he... The people that work for him as well Hmm. all have a little piece of him... In there, like <laughs> always in the gutter. Always in the gutter. A little piece of Mark is passed on to his. Yeah. Like they exactly. all serve oh, without, coffee yeah. in the same way. Yeah. It's the service is similar. It's yeah. 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 I agreed. Agreed. I remember agreed. Gemma, because oh. Gemma had come from a, a similar coffee background to myself. She was serving coffee at a. At, at another place using the same beans as I'd been using prior to Marvel Street and she went to Tableview and the transformation in her coffees over the first six weeks of her time at Tableview was amazing mm. and it was just learning and mm. spending time with Mark and just trusting as well I guess. maybe we should get him on next week I think he has <laughs> Thursdays off he, he, not, he used to yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good idea Absolutely. he's really quiet so I'm not sure he'd do a podcast very well but Very um, unassuming. Yeah, but I, I, but, but I think putting him in front of a microphone and he would he would lash. So maybe we should put get anyone him. in front of a microphone with three liters of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, got a th- we've got a three liter batch brew going here, and there's and, about 
500 mils left. There's 500 mils left and there's four of us. So we normally do pretty well on, on those Thursday, three litres Thursday morning. The, yeah, cool. Uh, maybe we should just go through these questions quickly and we'll keep this first one fairly brief, I think. Um, um, well, I think with the leading on from the simple processes of dialing in and making coffee as uh, highlighted by Shubitz at Tableview, our processes are also, you know, in the same light. Um, very simple and making sure that all the you know, QC checkpoints are met before it goes out the door. Um, we've got the new lowering in and noticing probably tasting less of the roaster and more of the coffee. Uh, it's more open, more transparent. And yeah, which kind of means there's more, there's more room to play with the coffee and less room to, you know, you, you've got more opportunity to play with what the coffee's got to offer. Yeah work on coffee than fighting the roaster yeah yeah totally totally fighting the roast deep you don't feel like going into battle every time you walk up to the roaster yeah. Yeah. it's like yeah yeah you tell it to and, do and, something and, and it you know, generally yeah. does it yeah. uh, you know you know as far as that's concerned the tolerance on on a barrel roaster I mean, it's not a barrel roaster right it's, mm. you know it's probably closer to an air roaster but you, you know the 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 tolerance on a barrel roaster you know we taste 15 seconds taste five seconds taste half seconds. a degree you know you yeah. taste that right and and that's not the case with the lowering you know it just seems that the environment um you know it's probably got more more i mean it's, it's probably not the same as using a you know a pizza oven compared to a you know a uh you know a conductive oh sorry a convective fan forced oven i mean that's how i that's mm. the analogy i make you know with it you know um you've definitely um got more room more time you know less stress yeah. those, those end temps aren't as aren't as crucial i've only yeah. had one moment of anxiety on the on the lowering yeah i would have had you know at least one a, one a roasting day on the on the probat and it only came when i was treating it like the probat and and trying to turn a dial that wasn't there Exactly There's no that. dial. Exactly it's like you've got to press a button, right? And it's, yeah. yeah. The connectivity is difficult, right? It's, you know. But I think, I don't think it needs to be that. I, I, I think, uh. I think you know the you know we weren't supposed to talk about technical the technicalities of of the, ro- the, the 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 roaster, but we're here now anyway. But you know, I think you know maybe, um, you know you, um, you Mike talked about being deliberate in front of the roaster the other day, and I think that's. You know, it's something that you don't do on the probat because because you can turn a knob and you can be so in it and yeah. part of it that you can kind of oh, load temp's not exactly right, but I can make that up. You know, in that first minute by giving it a bit more gas mm. or whatever. You know, whereas yeah, you but, see, you just you do feel more connected to it. You feel more what you're doing. You just you can just feel it what you're doing. Whereas yeah. with the lowering, you feel a little. It's when it's when it's doing its thing you feel fine to step away from it and let it do its thing but to use it like a manual roaster is it's not what it was meant for so yeah, it just doesn't difficult. work as well mm-hmm. um favorite coffee this week why what did we say it was the gorakone i think was was the general consensus and yeah dairy dairy culture cupping bowl tuesday was off the hook yeah dairy uh, four ethiopians we've got at the moment so there's the dairy culture there's the Kacheri. Kacheri is 
Yeah, off the hook. Yeah. The conga, like, equally off the hook. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I think and, the... And the gona. Gorakona. Gorakona. I reckon the conga this week, like, it's had, obviously, a lot of variation in its expression. All been great to excellent but this week saw a return of more florals yeah yeah Yeah, coming back to that really african sort of uh, geisha-ish yeah Yeah, totally florality is increasing yeah jasmine we so 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 on that note we we bought a whole lot of um um ethiopians knowing that they generally last until april so it'll give us some variety um, in our offering, you know, generally we're quite Colombian heavy through this period, like coming into December, January. So we'll have, you know, those four Ethiopians until they run out. <clears throat> one of them will be running out in the next couple of weeks. Which one? So getting the dairy. Really? Mm. Yeah. That's almost gone. Yeah, that was a three bag lot. But yeah, still, that was the first one we released. Still, I mean, it's still. I mean, it's you know, it's not we're not being offered as espresso, is it? No. So it's it's a mm. lot of filter coffee. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully they they do have some longevity and and get us through till April. Um, you know, once they get those first signs of age, we'll we'll offer it as espresso and get it out as quickly as possible. Or hopefully we don't get to that point. But, um, yeah. Oh, we we've, we've had you know other other roasters out there would have probably had Ethiopians where their last roast where it ran out was their best roast. So yeah, you know the legs have been seen in Ethiopians over yeah. time. Generally, they get. They, they have that last yeah. that last push before they before they go off the other before they, go. Before they fade but yeah so um we'll have lots of Colombians coming in and um the four Ethiopians till they run out yep and how good is Cascabel just first of the Colombians oh uh, yeah so I didn't realize Norinho is uh the highest one of the highest um altitudes oh. in Colombia so 2100 meters oh. um so so um so it's you know it you know produces great coffee in that region. It's a triple A, yeah, triple A. So regional coffee, AAA, yeah. best of best of the farms that aren't micro lots. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's and it's a small it's a small regional coffee though, small small lot for a regional. So yep, it's almost a micro lot without calling it one. You know, just a few 80, 80, 86, 87, Yeah, yeah. great. Um, tasting good. Mm. So released this week. So you, you guys Still should have it. espresso, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it went out Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Like um, the tomato in some ways with more com- complexity. Yeah. More so depth. More depth. Yeah, definitely. Definitely the late harvest has that extra bit of complexity and, and oomph, right? Yeah. And, and, and the, the, the midiga or the, the early um, harvests are just definitely light on, but they're, they're beautiful for their own, yeah. own in their own right. Yeah, they were yeah. awesome at those coffees this year. Um, yeah. Um, well, we've gotten through the questions. Got a few more minutes. Um, yeah, I suppose. Well, on that note, there's another Colombian to be released shortly. Yeah. Um, we're just looking at the menu this morning. Uh, you'll be seeing a new regional. Is this the Talima that we cut this morning? Yep. Yeah, right. It'll be showing up on the menu this week or next. Cool. Um, probably a filter first and then espresso. Um, so triple A Talima. So again, regional coffee, the best of the regional coffees. So if, you know, we, um, 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 not farm specific, but region specific. Mm. Um, uh, Talima is famous for its processing in Colombia. You know, it's mm. probably the heaviest processed coffee in Colombia that I've tasted. Um, um, you know, besides the naturals that are coming out of there now. But I don't, I don't 
know much, too much about those, or we don't know too much about those. But definitely, Talima is known for a bit more process heavy. I mean, the La Negrita lots that we got last year, they were quite process heavy, still beautiful. Still beautiful. But um, El Meridiano is a coffee that we've released um, since the beginning of Marble Street and, and dealings with Caravella. Um, uh, Vermac back then, you know, they, 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 do, they do, you know, that, that all grades of El Meridiano, A, A through to AAA. And, um, um, you yeah, know, so this Talima lot is definitely a bit more complex than the El Meridiano, a bit more. Yeah. Um, Got some good AAAs, those ones we cut yesterday, the samples. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. On that note, we'll have um, Mark here, Mark and Craig here from Caravella next week, so we might coax them into a into we'll have to get a couple more mics <laughs> we can Not share. microphones that is <laughs> Mike's worth three man he doesn't he don't need any more Mike Tyson yeah. if anyone is wondering Mike Tyson's a tall tall white man tall white man Guy. tall white man no tattoos no, no can't box no, 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 can't box and can't no, ta- box no tattoos on his face never um, been in a fight <laughs> it's two of us um Cool. cool. I think that does it wrap it up. Yeah, I think we're done. Uh, we'll be releasing this probably on our website today, um, and yeah. we'll figure out how to get it on iTunes. That that might be a job for Mike. Of you know, what 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 um what generation did we say you're in? You generation what? Gen Y. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think um, so. Yeah, and if there's anything anyone wants to hear, just ask because. Um, takes the, the 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 question out of out of it for us you know we can yeah we can better pinpoint what you want to know if you coffee. want to if you want to send sound bites too we can include that <laughs> yeah totally talk to your iphone yeah. and send us the way shout outs we yeah. can do it. I <laughs> yeah I, I suppose you know if you want to know anything you know like um happy to talk about it i mean you know we we hope that um we're we're definitely knowledgeable enough um, in 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 the coffee that we roast and um, uh, and can offer you great advice on how to serve it consistently. Um, you know, I'm sure there's lots of questions out there that um, that need answering. So, you know, this is the platform. Hopefully, we can get some of those questions in and and address them every week. We'll try and keep um, these um, podcasts down to half an hour I think yeah it's a, I think that's a great amount of time yeah. and um, yeah thanks so much for listening thanks guys you you